welcome to Well This Sucks. This is a podcast about our friend Danielle's fight against breast cancer and all of us that are involved. All of us. I'm Tana. Heather. Danielle. (laughs) (sighs) Just gonna breathe a little bit. And, oh my God, special guest, who? Bobby Salzano. Woody AKA Bobby Salazar. Bobby Salazar's pick in the house. Hi. AKA official pizza Bobby. AKA one of two Bobs. Only two? This is the human Bob. This There's is more the Bobs human. Out there. Oh my God. We talk Heather about it. Heather hasn't collected them yet. All the time. <laughs> Collect them all. <laughs> Collect all the Bobs. <laughs> like Pokemon. If you got a bob, send them to me. I think you're maxed out at two bobs. I do. I am a. It'd be too confusing. Yeah. So who's Bob? So who is Bob? Who is this Bob? Who's this guy? Human that we invited to come on the show. Hi, Bobbies. Hi. You guys know each other? Yeah. In the (laughs) biblical sense. (laughs) Yeah. Sensual sense. Yeah. Yeah. Sensual sense. Passions. All of those ways. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) <laughs> you guys are gross Ew, you brought it up <laughs> Bobby's, Bobby Salzano He's my husband Whoa, he Whoa. was Before he was my husband, he was my boyfriend <clears throat> mm-hmm. Before he was my boyfriend He was my friend mm-hmm. Before that, he was an acquaintance Before that, we had worked together once Before that, he was a stranger Yeah, we didn't know each other then <laughs> Whoa and, uh, Not at all <laughs> wow. Before we didn't that, know each other. didn't know you existed. Yeah. <laughs> Weren't even on what the a radar. Time that was. You only had what? one Bob. <laughs> I did. Like, My life's missing something. Mm-hmm. What yeah. could it be? Another I, one of these things. <laughs> I need s- Bob symmetry. <laughs> two Bobs. I have two boobs. I need two Bobs. <laughs> hey. Mm. <laughs> I was about to say one for each boob, and then I went, no, no, no. That's kind of weird. Well, I didn't mean, you know, it was just a. I hear you, but, but no, we can just I, change the no, subject. No, I'm still, still picturing it. It's so weird <laughs> for me to have Bobby as a guest because I don't know what to do. Well, <laughs> and I was looking, we generally send out questions for our guests. Yeah. It's funny to read over the questions that Heather created. For her husband mm-hmm. that she's may or may not be very close to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> these are all the things heather doesn't know that's true that she wants to know unwrapping yeah. bobby unwrapping bobby oh i think oh. we do got you, a title oh. <laughs> do you love me yes. <laughs> is that what you wrote god i should have uh I wrote, asking for a friend how much do you love heather <laughs> yeah let's start with that how much do you love me? A, a good amount that's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right answer. Do you think more yeah. than that, maybe? Mm. Depends. Depends on the day. If Depends she's eating your day. peach or yeah. nectarine. Nectarine, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking your coffee. <laughs> so before we began this recording, Bob had all these snacks, and then I kept picking at them. Mm-hmm. I said, what's this? Is this yours? And then I'd eat a bite or drink a sip. Yeah. And she looked at my snack and she goes i don't want that it's mm-hmm. true <laughs> and she brought me snacks <laughs> also true <laughs> wow i guess we all know so she, <laughs> i think how she I really feel. loves you bob oh how nice eat your snacks and drink your coffee i love yeah. tana so much i won't even eat her snacks oh, i don't mm. think that was it how does that <clears throat> and i love danielle so much i give her all my snacks and i love you so much that i eat all sweet. your snacks so is that less than those? No, they're all no. the same. But love is, what we're saying is snacks are love. Oh. 
no matter one how you way share them. or another i love mm. you all so much if i really think about it i'll mm. cry <laughs> oh, so no. i'm not gonna think about oh. it <laughs> that's, that's why we have butthole paper on the table for you oh, that's for true crying. yeah mm. toilet paper yeah i, I cl- refuse clean my phone refuse to buy tissue paper same why yeah yeah what it. am i office yeah yeah well put <laughs> <laughs> well said let's get down to the real issues <laughs> what are we an office what are we no living in an office this isn't mm. this ain't corporate i'm buying tissue yeah. paper but sometimes the tissue Putting paper is harsher than the toilet paper i'm like this is ripping apart my nose mm-hmm. you know? preach <laughs> so that's preach where we stand <laughs> Good. How do you feel about tissue uh, paper, Bob? Glad that's all. This is why out. we brought you. Oh, and also, if you don't puff, feel depends. comfortable with answering that question, you don't have to. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to move on. Okay. Would you wipe your butt with <laughs> tissue paper? Yeah, I mean, I'd do it with anything that worked. Yeah, yeah. whatever gets us there, you know. <laughs> whatever gets Bobby move on, Bobby's butthole clean. But <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, okay. Bobby's butthole needs to be clean. <laughs> cute so, fart noises okay. that was actually from our soundboard <laughs> yeah aka danielle <laughs> i just put my finger on the table and she'll like do it morning radio Pull my finger mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is what you guys do every week huh you just yeah you're usually downstairs so you have no idea <laughs> yeah. just stare nothing. at each other and or making pizzas do that yeah right on right on speaking of pizzas <laughs> and bobby making them mm-hmm. and so speaking of bobby yeah uh hey who are you <laughs> how what is are your story you? where My where are you from story? bobby's bobby's from san diego i am from san diego uh, i was born and raised down there and then moved up to la when i was 31 31 oh, i thought you were 30 <gasps> Secrets revealed. Oh my god! Been lying about your age this whole time. The whole oh time shaving that <laughs> one year, year. off. Yeah. <laughs> that one <laughs> year. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I moved up on my birthday, so I. On your birthday? On my birthday. June fifteenth. Were you like yeah. screw San Diego? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, no, San Diego's great. You but still like, go back and visit. Not yeah. as much as I should, but it's such a long drive, and is I only it? have the weekends free. Is it a long drive? It is. If you Two dr- hours. Drive, if you drive down there like Friday night, it sucks. There's traffic. There's so much traffic. Look, you're right. My my traffic sister's in Huntington, too. and I'm like, yeah, and you're I like, need to see her more. Yeah. Damn, your sister's in Huntington. I hey, keep forgetting. Yeah. yeah. Um, how next often week. do you see your sister? And I will see her next week. <laughs> And how long has it been? I saw her, talked to her on the phone a few That's days ago. That's not seeing. That uh, wasn't the question. <laughs> talked to her was on the, the phone <laughs> a few weeks before that. I'm just, I'm just trying to gauge if I should like feel guilty. That's all. About Definitely, how you should I, definitely how feel guilty. How little I go down to San Diego <laughs> to see my parents. There's no need to feel guilty, but let's make a plan. <laughs> okay, oh, let's okay. put a lot of pressure on this. <laughs> It's we are recording. Yeah. Are no, no, not now. On scheduling. the record, <laughs> reach it. I want to take the Surfliner down. Can we all go to San Diego? We Is that can. the train? Yeah. 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 Is Got there a place for us to stay, or do we have to mm, get our own place? We should get our own place, okay. but like, can we yeah. tent in the Orange Grove? That's yeah. Technically, yeah, we okay. could. There wouldn't be anything to do. Pick oranges. Eat off the oranges. <laughs> Just live off, off oranges for a weekend. <laughs> so, a little context. Yeah. The Orange Grove is where Bob's dad lives. He has an orange grove there. Yeah. So there you go. 
Yeah, my father has an orange grove out in, um, like, outside of Escondido. And uh, I spent a lot of time there when I was growing up. Like, too much time out mm. in the orange grove by What'd myself. You do? The in trampoline. Oh, how old were you? Uh, I, don't, I, like, had to have been, I don't know, 17, 16, 17, or somewhere around there. On the trampoline in the it orange was just, grove. Yeah, Wait, literally. Like is it I a had, big one? Yeah. That's all, <laughs> all I could do was, like, sit around and smoke weed. And, and there, there wouldn't be that much food either. So I ate a lot of oranges. <laughs> I bet. And, like, the fridge would be filled with oranges. And, is that how you got that color in your hair? <laughs> nice. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Bobby's a redhead. I am. <clears throat> Gorgeous yeah. locks. Mm, all thanks to the Just oranges. Jumping in trampolines C. and eating oranges. Yeah, but yeah, it was a lot of lot of trampoline jumping and and orange eating. Can you like, eat oranges today? I I'm I'm like I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> rest of your life. Yeah, I'm good on oranges. I mean, I'll eat them. They're fine, but I don't. Okay. I definitely don't crave them. Cool. Would you jump on the trampoline like while peeling the orange and like shoving it in your mouth? Sure. I mean, any combination that you can think of, of those activities. Bouncing the oranges sure off the trampoline yeah. into your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so. So yeah, we can go out to the orange grove and go camp. Is the trampoline Tramp- still there? Trampoline? No. Damn. No. I think we'll it, it like burned. Oh. There was. Oh. Yeah, because all the fires all the time. So like one time there was a fire that like went through through the grove because there was like a, a dried okay. out riverbed, mm. and uh, yeah, like I think the embers like burned through the trampoline. Oh, R.I.P. Yeah. Tramp, but R.I.P. Orange Grove. Well, yeah. I mean, it was it, the the rest of the grove was fine. It like oh, burned so like. It just was a beeline it. straight for the trampoline. I think yeah. your dad maybe moved the trampoline. It was like so this it would is, get burned. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, I'm sick of hearing this, this is fucking the end. thing. <laughs> this fucking kid jumping on this goddamn thing. Quit jumping. What is he doing out there? Just jumping on that trampoline all the time? <laughs> Wasting his life. I'm going to be a professional trampoline jumper, dad. <laughs> Juggle these oranges. It's me. This is my future. He's so like, is that why fuck. is that why you moved to LA? For <laughs> the trampoline arts? Because all the, yeah, all the trampoline options. Well, I you know, entertainment. Me. There's Definitely, demand here. Yeah. How'd that go? Uh, clearly it's gone very well. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, renowned. <laughs> As you can tell by my career and my physique. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think you have a great physique. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just you saying guys... it's not a trampoliner's physique, a pro. What is you know? who's to say? <laughs> trampoliner's physique. Yeah. Well, who knows? So, you have so a you... solid core, you need that balance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. <laughs> so you left old San Diego behind. Yeah to move to LA. Why? Why did you, mostly, why are you here? Mostly work. Um, I, I mean, I was down there, you know, I was doing okay. I do, you know, motion graphics and, and visual effects and whatnot. And like, there's stuff to do down there in video games. Um, and I was working in that for a while, a few years, but they're like outside of that there, there's not a ton of options, you know, there's not a lot of commercial production or mm. anything else really happening down there. So I came up here because it's just a lot more to do. Where the action is. Yeah. So, and then you met Heather before you moved up here, right? I did. I did. Working on projects and you guys, that's how you guys mm-hmm. got ripped in together. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. And dare I say, I think subconsciously mm-hmm. you moved up here for Heather. Just for Heather. <laughs> did you? 
Like a little oh, bit? Oh, you know, 100%. Just a little pinch? 100% sweetheart. Just a tiny little. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh-huh. I'm romantic. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it when you say it all sarcastic like that. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, sorry. It really gets you going. Uh-huh. Zip. <laughs> you don't have any zippers on. Put your, no. put your <laughs> pants back on. Put my PJs back on? Okay, sorry, guys. Come on, nuts. Um, yeah, the... Um, I don't know. I forgot what I was going to say. Cool. Came up here for the industry. For the industry. Oh, we met. Um, I was shooting um, a like art piece for uh, an art show that was going on. And I needed to cast someone. And Heather was uh, friends with some of my friends who were doing production up here. And... Um, Ooh. Yeah, like, I, was like, mystery. I was like, hey, I need a lady. And they were like, we, we have one. And, well, actually, they said that before I got up here. And then I got up. I was like, OK, we're ready to shoot. And they're like, "Ooh, I guess we should call someone. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. You guys. You lied about the lady. Yeah. Get it together. And then there she was, an angel. That's it. And Saving now we're here. Life. I almost didn't answer that call. <gasps> Yeah, I remember it was Could a Sunday imagine? or it, was, it might have been a Saturday. I don't know. But it was one of those days where I like was like, I'm going to have a lazy day. And I just finished rolling a joint. Mm. I rolled it myself because that was back in the day when I did that. Um, now now you job. have people to do it for you. Yeah, now I have people to do it <laughs> for Come me. such a long way. <laughs> no, no, I just uh, vape, bro. <laughs> vape life. Um so, and I had the joint in my hand. I was so excited. I had food. I was in my PJs again. Um, I was literally Are about to spark up. And then I saw Osmi pop up on my phone, which means I knew it was like something for a shoot. And I had that moment where I stared at the phone. I stared at the joint. I stared at the phone. <laughs> and I sighed a deep sigh. And said to myself, you didn't come out here to smoke weed, Heather. (laughs) Answer the phone. (laughs) So I answered the phone. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, they needed someone for that exact day. And I was like, great. Yeah. Like, oh, can you show up in 30 minutes? minutes? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. So, oh my God, thank you so much for thinking of me. Mm. It was the call of love. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was the call of love. It was. Yeah. It was your fate calling. Mm Mm-hmm. Ring ring. Hello, Heather. It's Paul. Hello. Excuse Hello. me. This is gonna be your next however many years, probably till you die, right? Well, <laughs> yeah, probably, maybe. Excuse me, your life is waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Call back. Call oh, back right. to but Ooh, it didn't happen right that. away. There were some complications. <laughs> right. We were both in different relationships. Mm-hmm. The but scandal. It was not a scandal. I'm just kidding. It was it wasn't a scandal, just it happened. It took a little while. It's been a, it took a while. It's been a while. <laughs> it took a while for us to get together and be married forever until we die. Um, it's going to be great. But yeah, I guess we had known each other. God, how long have I known you now, Bob? Seven years, I think. Um, Yeah. Yeah. yeah Since that moment. There. Ooh, if I can do math correctly, I know how old you are. Yep. Nope, I don't actually, because you wasn't <laughs> before you moved up. <laughs> You're not 38. No. Oh, then I'm maybe 37? I'm 37. I'm 37. Yeah. I'm one less than whatever year it is. That's how I 
Oh. I have to figure <laughs> it out every time. Yeah. That's a good way. Well, you're lucky that you can do that easy math. Yeah. <laughs> One less than the year it is. Yeah. It was a Charles Bukowski themed art piece. Yeah. And I had to dress up all slutty and walk around. And then uh, and then wholesome. That was a costume change. Like yeah. how it was showing the juxtaposition. It's true. Um, <laughs> walk around downtown. Mm-hmm. We should film. watch this. Oh yeah, we should post it. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh my god! I never, yes. uh, I never did the audio for it. Steve did the audio. <laughs> I don't even know where a copy of that is. What? All right, we will we'll find, find it. it. Okay. <laughs> we will find it, it and we found. will f- post it. Because mm-hmm. um, I think yeah. I have a copy actually. That's a that's a record of the day we met. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is a record How of romantic. the day we met. Oh I didn't even think about that. Aww. <laughs> Slutty to wholesome. Oh, yeah. I think about that all the time, Heather. What's the you know, deal? Every <laughs> minute of every day. <laughs> He's like, I don't even know where that where that is. Yeah, you clearly think about it a lot. In his brain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, then, then what? Yeah, then what? Well, then we started. So what? Then we knew each other for a while. Mm-hmm. Then he moved up here and that ended his relationship. My relationship ended around the same time. Just wasn't working out. Uh, I was about to go shout out to the night. Whoa. No. <laughs> no. Just JK's, JK's. Um, and yeah, and then I think I started like working with you a little bit, helping yeah. you get just like office stuff. Yeah. And um, secretary? No, I don't. I really don't like to call that right. word. Right. It was not a secretary. Administrator. I don't know. I no. just like he needed an extra set of hands and I would like rotoscope mm. yeah. for him and Yeah, I taught you how to roto and, and then I would roto doing some of that stuff and that was that was fun. And you're like, This guy is talented. I got stick by his side. Yeah, I was like, I like him. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's all right. I, li- I like him. I like him. I like you. That was fun. <laughs> when I no when I when I first moved up here, like I got a little office downtown and had oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. in the Pershing Square building. I didn't know this, Bob. And uh, yeah, I mean it was like a little two room, nothing, but it was it was pretty cheap. And um, but it had a nice little view, like you could see Pershing Square, and in the winter, the you corner could, office, you could see the um, this ice skating see rink. the ice skating rink, and oh. uh, it was nice. It was oh, it was a nice little office. I had my my logo on the door. It had like an old. Oh my god like detective-y door mm-hmm. with the with the like frosted glass uh security it's glass amazing. stuff and very, then it was very exciting it was it was cool we did it in the office oh. i was just gonna ask that mm-hmm. yes that was a question on everyone's mind <laughs> yes <laughs> get down to the nitty-gritty <laughs> like you guys totally <laughs> did it in that office didn't you oh yeah we had it was that the first time you did it no. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> it wasn't like, oops, I dropped this. Oh, pen. my pencil on the floor. That's how that. I'm picturing it. There was like nothing in that office, though. It was like two desks and yeah, that's computers and. No chairs? Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> A couple chairs. No, it's bad for you. you Got to stand and work. Mm, that's true. But back then, we didn't know that. We yeah, didn't. Back then. <laughs> Way back when. <laughs> yeah. Back then in the mid. I am seeing it as like the old detective. Yeah, he walks in. He's like, it's all black and white. Say, You're like smoking yeah. a cigar. Yeah, definitely. And it's yeah, like dark, in, like crying, except for the moonlight shining through the window yeah. and yeah. like casting shadows. He's two timing yeah. me. I need you to find out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's very, very noir. 
Very noir, yeah. Yeah, I still have to betray Bob and be like, it was all a ruse. <laughs> I manipulated you into this life this That's life and our marriage yeah, yeah. because <laughs> i needed house. because i needed something mm. so yeah uh, so so we're still waiting for that yeah shoot a drop yeah 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 definitely mm. you're not supposed I have to tell to him oops uh-huh. oops there it <laughs> is <Slipped up. laughs> damn it really getting getting oh, into it sorry i was just trying to unpack some stuff because this is a podcast of unpacking <laughs> um either way i don't know i'll figure out when I'm going to betray you. Uh, <laughs> we'll probably let you know yeah, first. Put it on the Google calendar. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Yes, yeah, so we have a shared Google calendar now. We have mm-hmm. a shared life. Aww. We got married in yep. December. So yeah, we started dating for reals then. That's how Bobby met my friends. Yeah. My friends. Which are you guys. Now I know you guys. Nice mm-hmm. to meet you. Welcome. Mm-hmm. You went from no Florida friends to all Florida yeah, friends. Sorry. <laughs> I, had, I had a Florida friend before you. <gasps> Blasphemy. You got rid of him? Did we kill him? No, he's he's still around. He's okay. good. He's good guy. Good guy. Mm, what part of Florida? Yeah. I forget oh, the parts of Florida now. <laughs> I remember now. He's from Fort Lauderdale. Get he is out from of Fort here. Lauderdale, that's right. I probably yeah. know him. That's so right. then you guys dated for a while. Sorry. How long sure. have we been together now? Uh, five six, years? Five, six years. Six years? Some, oh. I don't even know. Wait, what year is it? Twenty eighteen. <laughs> you subtract two years from the year. Oh, it is. so it's like five years? Uh yeah. Do you like our friends? <laughs> wow. It's on the question sheet. Uh, yeah. yeah. She's so going around. Do you actually like any of it's us? Do you like us? I mean, you guys are fine. You know? oh, thanks. You guys are pretty good. He hates it when we talk about Florida, though. We're like, hey, remember that time in yeah. college in Florida when we were all remember best we, friends yeah. and Bob wasn't there? And we all grew up in Florida together and experienced this Floridian thing. <laughs> He's like, and no, like, remember no. gators and shit? Remember how Bob can't share this? Ex- this? Yeah, now like, you oh, have- cool. So neat. Some Florida experiences. You've been back. I do. I have been. I have been back there. It's hot. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> you yep. even went to Tallahassee. You went yeah, to the nasty. Right. You went to I the went nasty to, last June. Yeah, Tallahassee was fun. Um, you know, Miami's fun. Every, you know, went to the Everglades. Did the whole that whole deal. And Ryan and Katie took you on an airboat ride. <clears throat> yeah, it was very nice. Katie didn't. Oh, it was just Ryan. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> no, they are one. It was Phil there. Doesn't he do those tours? Uh, no, Phil wasn't there. It was, it was Ryan and his mom. Oh, Aww. Wait, he gives nice. the Great tours. Nice. Phil Gillis is Ryan Gillis's brother. But yeah, I thought like he would take people out on airboat rides. I was like imagining he had like a little side business and he was giving like airboat. Tours. Can't you see that? <laughs> yes, I can completely see that. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> I could see it too. <laughs> charismatic guy do you feel like you're a little bit of a florida boy now yeah i mean you know i got it i i get it i remember when you came back from tallahassee i was worried about you because it's like (laughs) in the summer and i knew it was gonna be hot and humid i think i prepared him for the worst yeah Yeah. (laughs) and you came back and i was like how was it and you're like it wasn't miserable yeah no (laughs) yeah it wasn't that bad all things considered because i mean we we had gone back to miami and like july and august a few times mm-hmm. and uh that was that gets rough yeah but you know you're inside a lot mm-hmm. and like i get it everyone's just sweaty yeah all the time yeah you're just sticky you're yeah. just living that sticky life mm-hmm. yeah um yeah that's right we went down to tallahassee because it was well you had already started your first yeah i had um, an off week 
Mm-hmm. And I hadn't been back to visit your parents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I went for a week. It was fun. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Got Whataburger for the first time. <gasps> I had never had Whataburger. What'd you get? It was good. I don't remember. <laughs> we got. You don't remember? I remember some fries. I mean, we ate it like. Yeah, honey butter chicken biscuit. <laughs> no, because we missed breakfast. Oh. Yeah. Always. Uh, you know we, how they come we with gravy? We did beer bongs in the, not beer bongs, uh, shotgun. We yes. shotgun beers. <laughs> That was funny. That was fun. We did. We hit up all our Tallahassee favorite things to do: what a burger, chicken finger gravy, pizzeria, <gasps> shotgunning beards. Gotta go. This makes me miss Tallahassee. I want it because you just get, get to loaf. You just loaf around. You just get to be in Tallahassee. Right. Just uh, like and I miss homework and stuff, but we didn't homework. Know. Yeah, how good we had it. So yeah, good. man, it was, it was so good then <laughs> in Florida. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're doing it again. <laughs> I mean, you're the, uh, you were there now. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was great. Well, yeah. How did you? So we asked this to all of our friends. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you feel when Danielle was diagnosed with cancer? Um, you know it. That was a rough segue. I know. <laughs> it's always a rough segue. <laughs> That's true. That's true. It's, there's, no. Yeah, you never really can glide into it. No. Well, I was like, well, we were in Tallahassee because, like, to go find, like, right. see, mm-hmm. because she had started treatment. She being you. Yes. You're over there, Danielle. <laughs> Me. Um, so, speaking of. Right. How did you feel? Uh, I mean, it was, it was a progression, you know? Like, at, at first, you got, you know, you said, well, there is something going on and it's, we're going to get tested and figure you know, figure it out. And then, and you're thinking, you know, you're like, oh yeah, it's, it's, you know, this is going to be a, a growth that'll be like easily taken care of or it's something, you know, you're always kind of mitigating that. Mm-hmm. And like, um, and then every step of the way you're like, oh shit, like this is, this is getting more and more intense and crazier. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's it's heavy, you know, it's, it's, uh, intense to, I don't know, to, to reflect on and, and, um, I don't know, you know, it, it, it's, it's been, it's been difficult, like seeing, seeing everyone like have to deal with it. And obviously, you know, loving and caring about Danielle and like knowing she has to go through all this stuff and like, and not, not being ready for it, you know, Mm -hmm. and not, and you know it just at this age obviously it's 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 you know it's just that anomaly and you're not no one's prepared i mean i don't think you're prepared at any age but like you know it's it's tough it's 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 tough to know what to do and like how how to feel and how to navigate it you know yeah mm-hmm. i feel that totes yeah you're like i gotta pay yeah. taxes and get my take my car in for an oil change yeah you know going through like the boring life stuff yeah and then you're like oh now there's this yeah mm-hmm. i mean it it, de- it shifts your perspective mm-hmm. definitely yeah you know it like it mutes not to fight club it too much but like it, it mutes the rest of your life mm-hmm. a little bit you know and like all the other bullshit just kind of gets kind of gets uh turned down and you're like ah oh, this shit isn't who gives a fuck if this guy is being an asshole at work yeah. and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you know or whatever Mm -hmm. it's like that that all that all that's such bullshit right and and also like spending more time with friends and just being like this can wait yeah like well let's do do dinner or something yeah yeah totally yeah Yeah, it it ups the value on Mm -hmm. on on those moments 
important things in life. Mm-hmm. Sharing that, pizza with friends. I was about pizza. to say, because like, we're <laughs> deaf skin and pizza after this. <laughs> uh, Bobby's started a pizza pop-up recently. I just started making making pizzas at home. It's not yeah. A, They're good pizzas. scared to call it a pizza pop-up or anything Popping up in more your home serious. Pop, yeah. They pop up here and there. Though. They do. They do. Do you think that... That's going to be my life, is making pizzas <laughs> No, soon. I mean like... He's the pizza man. Because <laughs> I hope so. I don't know, because you talked about <laughs> like... Yeah. You talked about how a lot of the noise gets muted right and then yeah. you kind mm-hmm. of like shift into you know it kind of kicks you into gear into like maybe like doing that thing you mm-hmm. never right. get around to right so do you think maybe subconsciously that i somehow yeah. I, I would think more you know i think even consciously like it mm-hmm. it it definitely um yeah because there's always that there's always that like idea that you have kicking around in the back of your head of just like ah well you know if i didn't have to care about money if i didn't have to like do the things i feel like i should be doing like maybe this will be the thing that i'll eventually get to when i have enough money to to be able to take the time to do it or some other shit like that you know and and yeah that definitely like like sparked that a lot more um, and I'm just like, man, I'm spending so much time at work and yeah. so much stress and so much horseshit going through all that. And like, it's good. And like, I'm, you know, I feel like I'm doing okay, but like, but it, it takes a toll on your home right. life. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You're like, where's my happiness? Yeah. In where, pizza, Bobby. Mm-hmm. Where's my time? Where's like, yeah. you know, my, what all, of, to all show of my for it. give a shit is gone. Yeah. You know? That's true. Right now, your day job mm-hmm. is... You're an art director. I am. Cool. That's cool. That's <laughs> cool job. Cool. You like made stuff for Comic Con and whatever. It's cool. Yeah. Directing yeah, arts. All that stuff. So I mean, all that all that stuff is good, and you know, I'm not going to get into too much mm-hmm. work talking shit on on <laughs> no, on the no, podcast no. or anything. No? But not no, a good but idea. it's like, um, and and like I I like doing all that, you know, and I and I have for a while, and it's and it is it is nice to make things at least adjacent to, to entertainment and properties that are like kind of exciting, you know, like, like the Harry Potter and fantastic beasts and all that stuff. And like, you get to like work on stuff that you're like, this is stuff I'm like into, mm-hmm. you know, outside of uh, work. And so that's all cool. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know, it would, it would be really nice to, to kind of consolidate your life and like, and like really distill it down to the things that are genuinely important. And not like what you think should be important or what you think other people think are important, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I hear that. It's tough. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. Mm. All right, you guys. <laughs> yeah. All right, you guys. <laughs> it's so hard. Um, oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, when, if you're talking about like making an impact on the world, whether it's like. With your pizza. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's happiness. Brings you happiness. I you know. always want pizza. That's true. I never don't want pizza. Also that's, true. But and, I mean, uh, like food is such a direct mm-hmm. like correlation to people's like happiness and enjoyment, yep. you know, mm-hmm. and you can like make something in your kitchen and mm-hmm. serve it to someone and like you see them enjoying it right there. Yeah. Like it's such a expression of love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's so, you know, there's there's such a, a, a an immediate connection, an immediate response to like what you're doing and like if it's, you know, good or not. And mm-hmm. um and that's difficult to get in like in in my work i think mm-hmm. you know yeah. right 
you make it and it like kind of goes out in the world and you're like, yeah, that was cool, I guess. But then it just, it just fucking disappears. Right, you know? like, I it's, put my heart and soul. Yeah. yeah. It's been so much time. <laughs> I ate, I didn't eat so much pizza at home with like my, my, my wife, you know, yeah. because, <laughs> uh, because All I was the here. Pizza's lost. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's theater. Cooking is the theater. You see? Mm, yeah. 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 <laughs> I get it. I mean, that's why I like doing live comedy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because like, I just love, I love that rush, man. <laughs> you junkie. <laughs> it is kind of, it does feel, it does, it, yeah. It, perform, at least like, I'll say just specifically performing live comedy can feel a little bit like uh, drug abuse. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I actually have never had a problem with drugs, so I actually don't know. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> trying to say that like, you're always chasing that uh, like rush and high from like all the positive feedback from the audience you yeah. know them laughing and like and then it feeds your performance which then mm -hmm. feeds their laughter and it's this beautiful loop and then everyone's like oh my god great job afterwards and then you're like tell me tell me tell me tell me tell me tell me i love it i love it yes 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 yes, yes, yes. but give me more and then it, and then it's over <laughs> and then you, and then you finish your meal and then you got to make another pizza yeah mm. but yeah Danielle, how do you like work I don't know. We were talking about work and it made me think about, <laughs> yeah. uh, well, talking about work and talking about like the time sp spent at work, I guess that question popped into my head. Yeah. Uh, how, how, how is that? I, that? I mean, that's a question I have too, is just like, mm -hmm. how, how has that been trying to balance like dealing, dealing with all the treatment and everything and like going to work and trying to continue your life as is, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I feel like, well, before, hold on, I'm trying to gather my thoughts here. Um, I know that at the beginning of this year, I wanted, I said that I was going to give this job that I have currently another year before I may possibly try to find something else. I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what my passion is per se. Um, you can tell that my patience is kind of running thin with what I'm currently doing, but on the flip side, they, the people that I work for have been so supportive and so wonderful with me, um, because of everything that I'm going through that I mm -hmm. feel a sense of loyalty to them. And, um, I'm good at my job there and, you know, they, they really like me and they, um, value me as an employee. So that's difficult in itself. Mm -hmm. Um, but then also, I don't know. I wanted to maybe think about going back to grad school this year, earlier this year. And for what? I have no idea. Writing maybe, or mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm trying to pursue different kind of um, outlets, but it gets put on the back burner with treatment and just not having energy and all mm -hmm. of that. It happens. Uh, even without treatment. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky, yeah. And I don't, I don't have treatment. <laughs> But I think where just what you were explaining about your current job, I know it's not something that is necessarily your passion. I try to find another word for that, but in the meantime, but I think it is, a, it is its own thing. It is important that it is serving your life right now because of these people that are so supportive of you yeah. and you have this job, you have this health insurance with it mm -hmm. and it is what it is. And it's kind of great right now yeah. because you can just do your job, 
and just like focus on these things that you already know how to do and that you're good at. And along with supportive, uh, coworkers and everything like that. And, um, that's, that's what you need. Yeah. Cause it takes a lot of energy again for anyone to think about what else would I want to do? Mm-hmm. Like I, if yeah. I have no, it's that catch 22. If it's like, you're starting a whole new career path and you have no experience, you're like, where do I start? Mm-hmm. Do I go to school? Do I just start like at an internship level? And you're like, mm-hmm. but I can't afford that. Blah, blah, blah. It's a lot of energy. And it's something that is hard for anyone to do. It is. It is. It's really, it's, it's really difficult because you have that like sunken cost fallacy, you know, mm-hmm. where like, you're like, I've spent this much time doing this mm-hmm. and I've gone this far down this road. Like it's not going to be advantageous for me to change the, my direction at this point, you yeah. know, and I'm going to have to take so many steps backwards mm-hmm. that I might as well just keep doing what yeah. I'm doing and, you know, get there because I've gotten this far and, yeah. and, um, and I don't know, it's, it, it is really tough because no matter what, even if you, even if you objectively know that that's not necessarily true, mm-hmm. it's so hard to do it in practice. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of hard work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like relationships too. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, invest exactly the time and you're like, well, already invested this time mm-hmm. <laughs> might, might as well, well keep as well. going some more unless keep on trucking <laughs> when <laughs> danielle was first diagnosed it wasn't just a matter of like reflecting on your own life what's important what am i doing mm-hmm. with my life what is this job <laughs> should <laughs> i is, keep going yeah. what is life oh, but it's, it was also I, just like what you were saying like just everything else kind of gets muted and you're just at work and you're like it's kind of a new perspective. Yeah. You have a new set of eyes and you're just, I mean, I'm customer facing. So you could say I'm in customer service mm-hmm. and you're just like, what do you need? You broke this plate and you want another one here. Mm-hmm. If this is what's going to help your life today, I will yeah. do that for you. Yeah. You what's know, it's just like, like, what do you, what that's do you such want a small thing. Yeah. But it's also just connecting. I've learned to connect to, to the human yeah. behind if there's any anger. <laughs> You're like, okay, what can I as a person do for you in this case right now to make your life better? Mm-hmm. I will put aside my <laughs> frustration with you face. right now. <laughs> <laughs> but also like there is, there's human behind everything, right? Yeah. And uh, it's just finding that and breaking them down because you don't know what they're going through that mm-hmm. day. They could have had a friend or themselves diagnosed or, yeah. um, or lost to love one or something like that. And you're just right. like, yeah. Hey man, we're all going through it. We all go through our own thing. The myriad and, of other things that can um, happen to anybody. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it was also just like, there's, that was, I guess the more positive side. And then it was just also like the, what does this all mean? <laughs> what am I doing with my life? I mean, that's a great, like, like positive attribute for it, you know, Mm. to where it like gives you better perspective and empathy for, to other people, you know, Mm -hmm. as opposed to just being like, which is where I think I, yeah, not that I got less empathy, but I was just like, fucking who cares about everyone else's like, fuck all your shit, you know, like, like I fuck it. Yeah. I I remember working this specific sale there and people are like getting real up in arms about this change happening at Heath where they're changing the colors of the plates, essentially. <laughs> I'm just going to say colors. Yeah. The glazes, the glazes, but you know, people are very up in arms. They're also colors. Uh, yeah. But, uh, they're like, what do you mean? You're not going to have 
uh, French linen, French, yeah, French gray, French gray. <laughs> I can never get them right. Uh, yeah. What do you mean? You're not going to have French gray anymore. Why aren't you going to have French gray anymore? And I'm like, lady, I do not. <laughs> Tana. <laughs> Tana. <laughs> I do not know. Also like what? That's plates. It's plates. Yeah. You have enough. Well, like, on the same line, it's, it is bringing reality to other people too. And again, this is like a very small example, but it is an example because we deal. I deal with it five days a week, but um, it is a reflection on like people's lives because they eat off of these things. They, they interact with them every day and it's very close to them. Um, and like myself, even just coming from a ceramics background, I have a lot of weight on them and I'm like, I get it, you know, cause I can relate. I'm like, I get that these things are part of your life as silly as it may sound, but it's just like they wanted a constant and that constant was changing and it's bringing, I say like, yes, I know it sucks. It's a lot of people are upset, but we're going to get through this. <laughs> there are some beautiful new colors coming in and they will mix and it will be exciting. <laughs> it's a transition. But if you want your French gray, you buy more now. Big deal. Yeah. There are worse things in life. Nice. <laughs> Quickly before it's all gone. It's yeah. true. Yeah. It seems like the, the change in Heath's color palette really reflects our political climate today yes exactly <laughs> so many it's We're so funny to you say that this. people will come in and they're like this is my happy place this is like where i come if there's like some crazy shit happening in the political climate which is all the time now mm. but they're like this we have this we yeah. have this and, and just like having nice french things gray. that you deal with every day yeah <laughs> and then you take away my french gray <laughs> yeah. start crying that's uh, very i wonder funny. if there is a is there like a direct correlation between like this administration and yes heath sales uh, yes yes i mean i've had I've just had customers literally say that where they're like you know i've been waiting to because it's it's on the pricier side it's yeah. an investment but it should last either your lifetime if you take care of it um, but they're like, you know, I've, I've wanted Heath for so long, but now I'm like, why not now? Because this is what I need every day to make myself happy and to deal with all these other issues right. <laughs> completely. Like I've had people say that to me. That's pretty That's, interesting. Yeah. So bring actually, things into your life I mean, that just, you enjoy yeah. and that bring it's you like joy. Economic growth, but in a backwards way, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, He's spurring economic yeah. growth by like just being real, <laughs> just real shitty. Just everyone off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Making everyone need to treat themselves. Yeah. For real. Mm -hmm. You know. Maybe there's something to it. I don't know. We treated ourselves to Heath. Like we finally bought those Heath plates. Yeah. Danielle got Heath plates. Yeah. No, the color's gone. <laughs> you knew it was leaving. <laughs> Not when I bought it. <laughs> Did so that, true. I don't know. Sand is a great replacement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Birch RIP. <laughs> RIP Birch. RIP French Grey. Mm. Welcome to the world of sand. This, welcome, these are the names of the glazes. to the nerdy world. world of ceramics, everyone. Sorry. <laughs> I know, a little wind. No, don't apologize. And now welcome to the new podcast, uh, Ceramic Glazes. Oh my God. With Tana Hamilton. With Tana How to Hamilton. cope. <laughs> How to cope. Yeah. How to cope with ceramics. Uh. Hey everyone, it's Heather and I'm here to tell you about the Study Buddies. It's an awesome new indie podcast hosted by best friends, Wyatt and Cassidy. And if there's one thing I know about podcasts, it's that shows hosted by best friends are obviously 
the best kind. Now, The Study Buddies is a podcast where Cassidy and Wyatt meet weekly to talk about research articles they find fun and interesting. They talk about the purpose behind the research, how it was done, and what the daily implications of the findings are. <laughs> there are new topics every week from what is love, to sand dollar reproduction, to serial killer calling cards. I mean, there is always something new to learn. I learned, for example, how to colonize Venus. And you can learn it too. Wyatt and Cassidy are very charming and have put together a quick, easily digestible show so get your learn on and check them out. There are new episodes every Tuesday and follow them on Instagram at the.study.buddies. Woo! Um, hey. Bobby's, how do you cope in life? Mm. I don't know. Video games. Sometimes video games. Um, I don't know. Hanging out. Yeah, games in general tabletop stuff and whatever but just like travel mostly really really i think a big thing for me is like always having if i always have a trip on the horizon Mm -hmm. you know so then at least at least i yeah i know i'm like working hard and like going through all this shit because i'm gonna have this time Mm -hmm. where i'm gonna get to not deal with everything and like go see some new shit and um yeah, that like anytime I don't have a vacation planned, I'm like losing my mind. Yeah, that is true. I can second that. <laughs> he does. He's like, I need a trip. We need to have something on the yeah. horizon. Mm-hmm. Um, and I benefit <laughs> from his <laughs> coping mechanism. You do. We're going to New York. I know. Are you looking forward to New Woo-hoo! York? We are going to very soon. Very soon. Like like a couple weeks month. like oh like oh shit soon kind of <laughs> but oh joy yeah, no i mean so. i'm I, like i'm very excited to go but also just have not prepared at all mm-hmm. it's gonna be fun what do you gotta prepare for we gotta get our lodging still we gotta get lodging um i did notice that after danielle's diagnosis you made some doctor's appointments I did. Ooh. You got all checked up. I did. Got checked all checked holes? up. Because I'm like, looking? what the fuck? No, he wouldn't check my holes. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. You're like bent over on the table. Yeah. Check my get holes. In get, Fucking, in. get in there, get, guy. Check it. Check it. <laughs> but you did. Didn't Tell us how about your experience with yeah, this what doctor. Uh, this doctor, I, I like him. Uh, he's in, He was interesting. Um, See the one that I you like, weren't supposed to have. Yeah, <laughs> Heather told me that story. Yeah, yeah, I like got in there and I'm like, hey, uh, yeah, I don't know, I just like booked a uh, an appointment on the phone or whatever, and then went in there and saw him, and he's like, first thing he walks in, he's like, how'd you get this appointment? <laughs> like, F- I fucking the called the phone, the number you have, <laughs> like shit. He's like, huh? Uh, well, I I don't know. Like, I haven't I haven't had any new patients in like years. Oh. And I'm like, uh, well, sorry, I'm sorry, sorry, I'm here. Did you alive want me to, and breathing? Yeah. Bye. Did you want me to like go? I don't know. I'm not sure <laughs> what's supposed to happen. Years. Um. Yeah, but he ended. He 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 warmed up a little bit after that. After he because he thought I like leveraged some shit because I like knew somebody or something and he was like kind of pissed about it. All right, I'm like, hot shot doctor. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, no dude, I'm just, I'm just a guy with a phone number <laughs> that called it. And, uh, how'd you get this appointment? Yeah. <laughs> just a guy with That's a body. So jarring. <laughs> it's a guy with a body that you gotta like fucking look at. Look at my holes. Look at my holes. <laughs> <laughs> I got this hole. You should probably fucking see what's up. <laughs> see what's going on in there. 
let's check it out. <laughs> uh, but he wouldn't do that. And, um, <laughs> Damn it. and I like checked up everything else and, and it was fine. I mean, my cholesterol was higher than it should be, but, um, everything was fine. Yeah. And, uh, he's just like, yeah, I don't know if I can exercise, man. And I'm like, all right. Don't, no problem and then I like didn't for a long time still you got it we are now so. you are now yeah. um, and you're like this is why everyone comes to you yeah. <laughs> that's why you're so <laughs> popular you just exercise like, yeah I'm like should How'd I worry about all this stuff he's like fucking no <laughs> I'm like what about all these molds he's like eh, I don't know it's fine <laughs> like, look at this hole yeah <laughs> yeah he wouldn't give you he wouldn't check your prostate yeah he wouldn't he check said, my prostate I'm really? like I'm like I'm like should pro- like prostate I want the I want the I want the full service doc and like full service because you know because i i i talked to him about danielle and i was like you know this is alarming for everybody because like no one's expecting it you know Mm -hmm. so now it's like well we should know and we should check Mm -hmm. and uh he's like no don't 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 put yourself through that right now and i'm like is it gonna be like that's (laughs) not now but like is it gonna be crazy what are you doing in there um (laughs) what do i expect yeah i was like i thought you're just gonna poke around a little bit like that's (laughs) You can deal with that, I guess. But like, but Let yeah, me know when you're coming in, he wouldn't do it. He's like, you shouldn't even think about that till you're like 40 or whatever. I'm like, well, I'm fucking close enough, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, geez. Decides this age. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, would it, would it kill anybody to like, for me to know at least if, right. if my ass is going to kill me? <laughs> oh no. Yeah. I, I hope not. Yeah. I hope it, your ass doesn't kill you. I, I mean, it's fine. I your guess I'll just... ass kills you. I'm going to kill your ass. <laughs> You know what I mean? Nice. Oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Um, how do you think seeing or being, yeah, I guess it, that ties into the question of like, how has this experience affected your relationship with your own body and self? Well, at all. yeah. Because yeah, you went to the doctor. Now we're doing this boxing class. We're exercising. We are exercising. I'm like making an, yeah, definitely making an effort because it's just been like, so just been so busy and i know that's like always an excuse for everything but you know it was like i i'll i'll never do anything after work because my hours are loose ish and like i might get home at nine or something and that's like kind of a 10 to 12 hour day and then i you know i'm never gonna go exercise at the end of the day so Mm -hmm. so we finally like got a schedule where we're going in the morning and 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 it makes my days a lot better. Nice. Yeah. That's a it, it, nice it is, way to start your day. It is. It's really nice. But um, but then if I have to like come home, because I've also been freelancing, if I have to come home mm. and then work till like one or two in the morning and then try to go to like a 6.30 class, Jesus. it's yeah. it gets difficult to like get through the day. You said you guys are going like three times a week, right? Yeah, trying yeah, to. It's, it's 6.30 a.m.? Not, no. not always, depending on... But ten, depending on when our appointments are, the yeah. classes are at six thirty. Yeah, um, we at least go twice a week. Very nice. Yeah, I'd I'd like to go like four or five. I know I want to go every day, but well, then yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. work your way up, work your way up. Getting there though. At least we have twice a week. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can get that freelance done. Like once once I can do that, then I can like sleep normally, and like that's a big factor on yeah. whether I can get up. The older I get, man, the more i know everyone always says this too but like the more important sleep is mm-hmm. you you really see how how much it affects you when oh you gosh. haven't slept enough my sure. mood mm-hmm. I'm like happy everything changes yeah it's crazy it's sleep true. is good mm-hmm. prioritize sleep you know did we Can't get your eight, eight hours sleep last night i sure nah. i woke up 
I fell asleep fairly early, like around 9.14. Don't laugh at me. I had chemo this week, okay? No, I'm saying Uh, 9.14. 9.14. You're exactly (laughs) exact time. No, but then I woke up because I remember that's what the time looked. That was the time on the the, my phone when I like hit the pillow. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I woke up around like 2.30 and I had to take like a pill to help me go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then I slept until like seven thirty. Mm. Have you had these pills, or did you get them recently? I had chemo? them last time okay. with chemo. With I chemo. didn't mm-hmm. feel like smoking anymore. Yeah, marijuana's it's gonna take break. Yeah, so I took a pill and I fell back asleep pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. How has uh, marijuana been during your treatments? It's been everything. Yeah. This treatment. Yeah, I wish I probably should have been smoking last time yeah i didn't but it was you were so i don't know it was yeah you were draining last time i feel like it just like anything else would have been too yeah much it's definitely i mean yeah it was it's definitely i don't have any energy like at all to do anything but i'm eating i'm pooping which is wonderful um i can keep my house neat i was talking to my mom yesterday Mm -hmm. like you know it's like tidy it's not like i'm living in a in a mess or anything and so as long as i can do that i'm i'm good it just gets stir crazy in the Mm -hmm. house um but like you know and i have nausea medication that i take for three days after um but like smoking has really helped with like being able to like just sit up, you know, and mm. like it's not that so much that I'm nauseous, but like I don't know, just to f- it's weird. It makes me feel more normal than if yeah. I wasn't mm. like smoking. Does I don't help know. with appetite. Yeah. yeah, probably. And I mean, not like e- eating all day long, but I'm eating. Are you? Did you get any edibles, or is it only smokable? I only got smokable stuff. You should this get some time. edibles. Yeah. I mean, you have some from Tony too. Yeah. I'm going to get some for trips. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> what was your guy's relationship with weed? Mm-hmm. Like your lives? Like, Danielle, did you mm. did you did you use weed a lot before? No, not at all. Really. I never like I smoked like maybe here and there socially, but it was never until probably last year. When I got the yeah, my RX after chemo, yep. um, and now I'm a pothead. Nice, <laughs> real burnout. Yeah. Oh yeah, That's cool. Yeah, she's always been a goody goody. Mm. I recall <laughs> from our college days. Nice, and you guys, you guys were all fucking potheads. <laughs> Who's asking? Yeah, who Look are you? Look at Tana, come on. It's me. Look at them. What? <laughs> Look at Tana. Bad girls over there. Bad gals. I don't Tana know. Tana thought I she was, was never... a hippie. Yeah, huh. you don't know Tana has uh, dreadlocks mm-hmm. and tie-dyed a tie-dyed shirt. shirt and some Jinko pants, oddly enough. It's really weird. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> a weird uh, mix. <laughs> yeah. But I do have the dead bears on my car bumper sticker. That's cool. Um, yeah. Deadhead. I never, I never smoked socially. Like in high school, I, you know, of course tried it, but but it never like jived with me in social environments because I probably would smoke too much and just get like, yeah, yeah, scared. 
Um, didn't like it, but I did start smoking it in college for right before bed to help me sleep. And that's really what I've used it for. Um, up until, I don't know, a few years ago, I could start smoking socially and really enjoy it. And with the legalization and moving to California, becoming more educated in it, uh, introducing edibles back into my life, which are fun and also help me sleep mm-hmm. right and dosage. knowing your doses mm-hmm. and yeah, all the beautiful things that are out there now, um, growing knowledge of cannabis as a medicine. Um, but yeah, being able to smoke socially too. And yeah. also just like, you know, after high school, which is a fun and t- funny time, I think for anyone, yeah. <laughs> you're like, uh, I'm awkward anyway. Yeah. Let me disengage alter my mind no. crazy yeah so now i'm like i'm feel you know pretty confident with myself and who i am i mean that every once in a while but but to the point where like you can feel comfortable to be like you guys i'm really high so yeah. if i'm acting really funny can you just excuse me i might have to leave or whatever <laughs> I think or just ignore as, me yeah <laughs> I feel like that's yeah. all I do if I'm high in a social sh- social situation. <laughs> just, just like everyone. apologize for being high. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my God, I'm so high, you guys. I'm so sorry. I'm so weird. And they're like, that. you're not. And like, yeah. that's all you're saying though. Like, just, <laughs> you get just stop that yeah. and then let you're it go. Good. Yeah, just be cool, man. Just be cool. Yeah. Like I can't, can't be cool. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how anymore. <laughs> Am I what breathing? Is, what is I'm cool? I'm too old. <laughs> What's your relationship like with weed, Bobby's? It is, um... Uh, I mean, I, I smoke a little bit more than I used to. Um, I mean, I used to smoke a lot when I was Mm -hmm. young and in high school and everything. I was a real fucking pot druggy guy. Trampoline. Yeah. Just burning, (laughs) burning weed, doing fucking acid all the time. man. Mm. um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was, uh, a lot of all of that for a while. Um, and there was actually a point and it was, and it was in high school, which is weird, but, um, there was, there was one day I like went and this is not a cool or good story and kids should never do this. But, uh, I like went, we used to be able to leave the campus for lunch and like went and smoked some, like these two joints during lunch in high school. Two whole joints. I mean, with a group of, okay. A group of kids Just by himself on right. my trampoline in a, in a VW bus though. It was like, so oh my on the nose, but like, <laughs> but went out there and, and did that and then came back and like kind of hallucinated and, um, and like walked into the classroom and then suddenly like was watching myself walk into the classroom again and like sat down and I was like, Oh shit, what the fuck is going on? And then my friend came and sat down next to me and he was like, did you smoke some weed because the whole classroom reeks like fucking weed and i'm like frozen in terror just like oh my fucking god how do i get out of this and i was like about to just bolt for the door and then like they shut the door and the teacher came out and i was like oh shit fuck him oh my god so i just like sat there and uh sweated for 45 minutes or however long the class was and like yeah and i think the teacher called on me at some point and i like didn't say anything and then just like like ruffled the pages on my book they're like oh okay well i guess we'll move on and then <laughs> and uh i never got in trouble for that but it kind of broke my brain yeah like i got 
like I, my tolerance for weed after that was so, so low. And it's kind of been that way since then. And like, I like now if I get too high, I get super anxious and mm-hmm. weird and like social anxiety. And I get so like, like so self-conscious and mm-hmm. just strange. And, um, and so CBD has been awesome lately. Yeah. Um, it takes away, like, I, I don't have to deal with all that, all the other shit and, I can just relax. I can actually be in social situations and like the, the effects that I want from weed of like Mm -hmm. just getting a little relaxed and being able to sleep and like, you know, you get the munchies and shit, but like it's, it's ideal. I like it. CBD. Are you taking it with oil or pill or just the, um, the vape vape -hmm. vape pen? I think it's like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The really like 5% THC ones. I, I, I like that a lot. They're nice. Yeah. Yeah. I like them too for that same, just hearing that story, Bobby's and I've, I mean, I've heard that story before, but cause I know everything, <laughs> everything, <laughs> um, gave, gives, takes me back to that place when I was going through putting myself in similar situations in high school yeah. the pimple, and I'm the like, pimple? Oh no. Well, just that anxiety, mm. it comes back and I'm like, Oh God, yeah. that's my nightmare all over again. Yeah. I don't even, ah, that reminds me of your pimple story. What's my pimple story? With your dad. <gasps> the pimple story. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's right. Oh, I mean, I already told that story on this podcast, but I came home high. My dad was staring at my face. I thought I was in deep shit. Like he came up an inch away from my face um, and I thought he was looking at my eyes because I thought he could tell I was high. And he even called my mom in to look at me <laughs> and examine me. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm fucking dead. And he then he turns to my mom and he's like, five hundred dollars for pimple creams. <laughs> Elsa, are you crazy? She doesn't have a single pimple on that goddamn face. <laughs> and then he says, go to your hole. And then I left and like, oh man, I went Close and took call. the coldest shower <laughs> and the hottest shower. I stayed in the, you know what I mean? <laughs> I was just like, oh, <laughs> oh my Cold God. and hot. Closest then, call. I mean, isn't the response to that? Like, exactly. You know, like, like right. what the, do you mean? clearly the pimple cream was working because you didn't have any pimples. <laughs> right. Like, wasn't oh, that, yeah. wasn't that's that the, the point of it? Yeah, isn't that's that the, the whole head and shoulders like <laughs> marketing angle? Like <laughs> use head and shoulders. You don't have dandruff. Exactly. Yeah. That is yeah. the moral to this story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, this not that you have to unpack any of the parental shit. <laughs> right. <but. laughs> and what were these pimple creams? <laughs> My mom took me actually funny enough in Miami. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the brand Dr. Brandt. Um, they sell them at Sephora and stuff, but before he became marketed himself and be- had all those products, he was a real doctor. And that's who was selling me the $500 pimple creams. Nice. Cause my mom was like, we're taking her to the best. <laughs> <laughs> that is, a, that is an uncanny impression of your mother. <laughs> a little Jack Black in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The um, but yeah, speaking of parents, um, I felt like we had sort of sim- parallel tumultuous upbringings you know that probably motivated our rebellious nature and i don't know and because of the nature of our podcast i Mm -hmm. wanted to know if you'd be comfortable talking about your relationship with your dad and your dad's sort of struggles struggles struggle with addiction you know because that is also a disease yeah um you know, that's always a, that's always a weird, tough one. Um, uh, but, and like, and yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, let's talk about it. Um, but the, so my, like 
growing up, my dad, um, my dad used to have a drug problem before I was born. And these are all things that like my, my mom kind of told me, or they both did, but, um, but apparently when I was born, you know, my mom was like, you fucking get clean or like, you're not going to see this kid. Mm. And, uh, and he went clean and he was clean for like 15 years or something. Um, and then when I was like in, in high school, I think he like started kind of using again and, uh, and apparently like his original, he had a Coke problem for a while and then it kind of got into meth and then like, and then his problem after that and, and, when I, when I got older, like was, was meth and he continued to use and, um, yeah. And it caused, it causes a lot of problems. Um, so I mean, I don't know. It's, it's tough. It's tough. Like, cause like you, like he's, he's, he's functional, you know, and he like generally like you know when when you the the thing is like you have an image of like a meth user you know in your head and you're like this is a fucking tweaker and they're out there and like it's it's sort of this disconnect of like of like yeah but but that's not someone i know that's just a tweaker Mm -hmm. you know and um and when it's someone that you're close to it's it's different you know obviously and like you have a different perspective on of them and like you know, they're obviously much more humanized and, uh, um, you know, and, and like, he never seemed like, a a, you know, some skinny homeless fucking tweaker to me, you know? And he was like, and you know, he has, he has his business and all his stuff that he like, he ran and he, you know, he, and he continues to be functioning, you know, and like doing all the shit and working and the whole thing. And, um, and so it, w- it was always a struggle, uh, to kind of know how to, how to approach it or how to feel about it, you know, because obviously it's a bad, it's, it's, it's a bad thing within our family, you know? Um, and it has definitely like caused its, its whole set of problems, not just the fact that he was using, but like, you know, his actions and like different shit that would happen, like shit would, you know he would, he would sometimes disappear for a while. And my mom would like call me frantic. And she's like, we can't find, we can't find your father. You know, it was always like, I was always waiting for that call of like, your dad's dead, you know? Um, and so like after, after a while of that kind of happening, like, you know, it wasn't all the time, but you know, it's enough. It happening at all is Mm -hmm. enough. Mm -hmm. Um, so kind of dealing with that, and then becoming, you know, somewhat desensitized to it. I don't know. Were your parents technically together during that time or they separated? And- yeah, they, they, they split up when I was, they were never married. Mm-hmm. Um, and they split up when I was, God, when was it? Was it, it was like in middle school or high school or early high school mm-hmm. sometime around then. And, um, it could have been, I mean, it could have been around the time he started yeah. using again, I, I'm, I, I would assume, but like, um, but they fought constantly, mm-hmm. like growing up, they were, they just fought constantly. I mean, there was never any abuse or anything and they were both very, very loving and supporting parents and still are like, I would never, never say anything, uh, contrary to that. But like, but yeah, they were, they were at each other's throats. Like, so by the time they split up, I was like, 
good. Yeah. Fucking get, don't be together, please. I'm so sick of your guys shit. Mm. And, um, and they're both very like, like big personality, like, you know, mm-hmm. take control of the room, like mm-hmm. fucking a type and like, you know, aggressive, mm-hmm. you know? So I think I ended up not that, you know, because of, because they were so intense all the time. Sorry. So do you still, yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you have, you, fine. you have a relationship with your father still, obviously. I do. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it would go, it would go on and off for a while, you know, because it was like, it's really tough to talk to him about it because anytime you're like, Hey, are you, are you fucking using, like, you can't, mm-hmm. he, he, he would never like go through programs or anything. He's, he's very like, very anti-establishment, very like off the grid kind of guy, you know? And it's like, Hey, you know, go through treatment. And he's like, Oh, fucking need that shit. I'm not going to believe in some goddamn higher power shit. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm like, all right, man, what fucking whatever. And, uh, and he, so, you know, sometimes he'd go clean and, but he would, he would never like talk about it, announce it, or like be, mm-hmm. be forthcoming with any of that information ever, you know, I mean, which I understand, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so then like, if you thought he was using again, it was, it was tough because you, you, you had suspicions, but you never wanted to be accusatory mm-hmm. because if you were, if you were wrong, then like you, you lose any leverage that you ever have, you know, it talking about Mm -hmm. that in a relationship. So it was like, it was always this really difficult thing to navigate and like know how, you know, and I'm like, I want a relationship with my father. I like him, you know? Um, and, and then at some times being like, dude, what you're doing is fucking with my life. Mm -hmm. Like us having a relationship makes my life worse. So, Mm Yeah. I'll see you for a while, you know, Mm -hmm. um, let me know when you got your shit together Mm -hmm. and you know, so it did kind of go on and off like that. But right now, right now we're okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, we talk fairly regularly. I don't see him that much, not for any particular reason. It's just, I'm busy. I'm up here. They're down there. Mm -hmm. I don't drive down there. He's busy. And, um, you know, I don't know if he's using, I don't know. Hmm. That's got to be hard. Stuff. Yeah. I know. I'm always, I like to assume that he isn't, you know, I love your yeah. parents. I love your dad. Um, but yeah, that's, it's tough. I mean, do you see, it's kind of hard for, you know, my dad was an addict uh, and it's hard for me to genuinely see addiction as a disease, you know, like how cancer is a disease. Mm -hmm. It's hard to Mm -hmm. not, uh, consider that there was like a choice made or that there are choices made. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I was doing a little, doing a little Googles, you Mm. know, about how like people who are heavy addicts or alcoholics like when they they it's like changed the chemistry mm-hmm. in your brain and so right. in the same it's cells it's changed the cells you know in the same way that like cancer changes the cells mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's something to consider you know and i don't know if you st- think about that or struggle with defining it in that way 
And then that kind of led me to thinking about, you know, like Danielle has cancer and like, we're all here being like, yeah, but she, you know, she has a treatment plan and she's going and you're going through treatment. I don't know. Cause you were talking about how your dad isn't going, won't go through a treatment program. So it's like hard to know how to be supportive because you also have to protect yourself ultimately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just. No, that, I mean, a- absolutely. And that, and that's, and that's so much of the difficulty of like trying to deal with it yourself, yep. you know? Mm-hmm. And like, I should have, or should go to Alan on and all that, which is the support group for, mm-hmm. for families of uh, people with addiction. And like, yeah. I don't, you know, it's uh, right now I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. It, it's fine. Um, but ultimately, yeah, it's, it's hard. It's hard not to take it personally. It is hard mm-hmm. not to take it you know, personally. It's really hard not to be like, if you fucking loved me, you would quit, you asshole. Like, yeah. you're yeah. fucking all of this up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but that's that's not the right case either. You know, right. that's not, it's not. So it, it, it is tough. It's, it's really, really difficult right. to know to know how to feel and know what to do and not, and not feel like you're going to regret it later in life, you mm-hmm. know? Cause that's like, you know, that that's the other thing. It's like, you know, if I, if I cut off my dad or like if I stopped with whatever and then something happens, yeah, you know, how am I going to feel about that later on? And I could have just been like, I could have just sucked it up and had a relationship with him and not regretted this, you know, this strangement. But it is good to to come to the realization of how much it affects your life and your happiness mm-hmm. and then taking that into consideration with the decisions that you make in your relationship with your dad. As hard as that is, mm-hmm. it is uh, part of it, part of your relationship. And um, and it is it is him. There are people with addiction. There's only so much you can do and it's not your responsibility and seeing and understanding that and knowing that you, you have your own choices to make. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make it any easier, but Mm -hmm. it does make your current life. I don't don't even know. Like more manageable. Yeah. More manageable. Even though it is hard to actually sit down and think about it like we're doing now. Yeah. But, yeah, that, that, that was definitely a big step is like just knowing my boundaries and limitations, you know, on like what knowing when it was affecting my life. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there was, there was a point where I, I went and I went and moved to, uh, the ranch again. Like this was maybe 10 years ago or something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, to go help him out, uh, out there. Cause he was like getting back up on his feet and like, and like had some projects going out there and whatnot. And, and I was like, look, like I'll, I'll stay out here as long as you're not using mm-hmm. and I'll help. And, um, and that was like one day I came home and there was like this burnt straw on the ground somewhere, you know, I know that, that, that you use for like smoking mm-hmm. for yeah. smoking meth. And I was like, I was like, what the fuck is this? Like in his face, like, a, you know, what is this? You son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he's like, you know what that is? And I'm like, why? Like, I can't, like what like fuck man Mm -hmm. you know and like i packed up all my shit and left that day Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i was like okay i'm gone like you're like that was the deal and you couldn't uphold that end of it and like i'm out he's like i wasn't doing it it was so and so and i'm like fucking come on there's always gonna be that right yeah there's always something whatever 
And then, you know, it's tough and not to like start ragging on anyone, but then he was like a dick about it later. Cause you know, and I know that's like a defense mechanism and like some way of, you know, all that shit. And I'm like, fucking man. Yeah. Hey, just just be cool, man. Just yeah. You're like, I told be you decent. These were, yeah. These were the terms. Yeah. And it's good that you stuck with them. And that, and that's the only way, you know, and as, and as difficult as it can be and mm-hmm. how much it can hurt and all that shit. Like that's kind of the only way. I was ever able to like mm-hmm. keep going with my life and just be like, okay, he, he's him and I'm me. And yeah, you can't get you know, stuck in that hole. Yeah. Just be like at arm's length so that like your shit can't fucking fall yeah. on me, you know? That's tough. Yeah. I can't imagine what that's like because you're in turn like taking care of a parent instead of a parent taking care of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hear that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, you know, s- struggled with like, ugh, do I cut my dad out of my life or not? You know, he had no idea that these were things I were I was considering. Right. You know. Yeah. Um, but the different there's differences, obviously. Like, um, but now that because you you said something that struck a chord, which was like, if you'd quit, if you loved me, you'd quit. Um, and if like, if I look at addiction as like a pure, as like a disease, Mm -hmm. and if my dad had a disease, then talking about my dad is so hard. I didn't even, I was just trying to say that. I don't know. Something about that struck a chord because it's always like, did he love me? Didn't he love me? And that's just outside of his alcoholism because he was such a tough guy. Um, He cared enough to see if I needed pimple cream. (laughs) Mm. Um, So if I like look at him as like someone who was afflicted with a disease and I don't know, then maybe he did or, but either way, like, uh, when it came, I, I didn't know ever when to, if I should have cut my dad out of my life or not. And I chose not to, but you know, there were times where like I could only take so much. So maybe I didn't like see him for a little bit. Also, he also disappeared. Um, mm-hmm. So it kind of worked out. <laughs> um, yeah. And I don't regret that I ever cut him out. Like I'm just made a choice to, I don't know, try my best to maintain the relationship and take it, take whatever abuse was thrown my way for better or for worse. But like, I, I I will say that now that he's passed away, like my life got better, but like, that's a different, my dad is different from your dad, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely different. Um, cause he had a, severe personality disorder i don't know so i'm just comparing contrasting relating <laughs> um getting it off my chest get it off girl so i don't know just yeah. I, I get it obviously yeah. i mean it's all yeah it's all ultimately like chemical imbalances mm-hmm. and shit you know and it yeah. is it's yeah. yeah for us to like i mean i don't have it can't speak directly like you guys but 
Um, I've come across it before in my life, you know, not as uh, heavily as an of an impact. Um, but it's yeah, when you're when you don't struggle with things like that, you just try to make sense of it in the way that you know how, and you're yeah trying to figure out this puzzle. Definitely, you're like how come I can't figure this out, and why aren't you? reacting to these scenarios like i would yeah because that's all we know we don't know what it's like to be in their head and what they tell themselves or don't tell themselves yeah yeah definitely and like yeah trying to like solve this puzzle which i even feel that way about Mm -hmm. you know you danielle or not like but i feel that way about your cancer Mm -hmm. is the now that tana mentions that like it's like, well, we, you want to like figure it out and you can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hear you. I'm sure you are. Cause even I am oftentimes thinking about it and thinking about like, well, this there, there are all these variables and mm-hmm. I don't even know. And just mm-hmm. like, like it's a Rubik's cube and like, mm-hmm. in my head. How are going to put it back together? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause you want to, yeah. Cause you want to try and make sense of it. You want to try and fix it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm, I feel like can I, can I fix it now? I don't, you know, I don't know. I think that that's where I'm at. Yeah. Being diagnosed stage four, it's already spread. And it's like, I feel like it's just always been about maintaining it. Yeah. Um, But eradicating it would be most ideal. Most ideal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. How do we do that? I don't, you know, I, and then like everybody always has something to say too. And yeah. 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 That's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone always has an opinion mm-hmm. on like, like, oh yeah, hey, this is going on. And, you know, our good friend was diagnosed and they're like, oh, well, I, well, here's this thing that you should do. And mm-hmm, I'm like, oh, sure. okay. In that thank case, you. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> thank, <laughs> thank you. you but thank like, you. Thank okay. you. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, I just, you get tired of hearing all that stuff and mm-hmm. you just want to shut everything out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And eat pizza. And eat pizza. I do want to eat pizza. <laughs> I definitely want to eat some fucking pizza right now. But I know. I mean, I even do that to you, Danielle, when I keep bringing up no sugar. No, I know. And I... I and then I know. And it all comes from a, a good place. It's yeah. not like, you know, people are... Of course. You know. Um, but I'm telling myself now that you get it. <laughs> we all get it. Yeah. We're going to yeah. have pizza, but then we'll do our best tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Because you still like want to, you know, want to live. Right. live. Exactly. Still want to enjoy. Yeah, your, yeah it's yourself. always like going back and forth from like, but my my whole thought process is as long as mentally you're to as happy as you can be, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's like like me going for a walk, my walks that makes me very happy, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and like cooking makes me very happy, and mm-hmm. these things make me happy, and I I can't like push it onto you as much as I'm like, Danielle, I gotta go outside and take a walk. You're coming with Pizza me. Pizza makes me very happy. But it's like, <laughs> it I refuse does. to think that walks do not make other people happy. No, yeah. Like being out in nature, things like that, that bring us back down to yeah. us as human, as animals, like being connected with nature. There's science that shows like if you put your hands in dirt, you will be happier. What, where, what science? Tana? What science? What, what, which where, dirt? I need references. 
But no, I, I, I mean, I get that. Like I, I feel that way, not necessarily on walks. Walks are very nice, Tana. Don't get me wrong. But, um, but like, but like my, my place of being centered is the mountains. Mm -hmm. Like if I go to the mountains and like you're in these, you're in fucking pine trees and like the fresh air and like that crispness and like, it's a little chilly, like just sitting outside though too. Oh, it it really does it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I went to the beach yesterday. I wanted to go like, I've been wanting to go camping and get away. Um, but just wasn't able to happen this weekend. So I just like needed to go somewhere out, out, out of LA, like just not just out of LA. Cause it's not that I don't want to be in LA, but somewhere in nature. So yeah, drove like an hour and a half to the beach and it was really nice. It's necessary. I mean, LA, LA is very much LA, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's like kind of grayish Brown and a lot of concrete and a lot of commotion and a lot of shit going on, you know, and it's LA is amazing, but it also mm-hmm. is just like, dude, sometimes you gotta get the fuck out of this place. But LA is also amazing because there's mountains, there's the beach yeah. that are all accessible in a day. Yeah. In the desert. Yeah. Definitely. In the desert. And the desert. And we have red, we have red, redwoods right it, here. Just, we just look outside this. Beach. Yeah. Just yeah. stick my head out the window. We it's... have, uh, we're, we're in a Canyon and across the way, some neighbors have mature redwood trees. So Mature. outside of the back window, we can see redwoods. We're looking at them right now. So nice. It is nice. We are lucky that yeah. we landed on this spot mm-hmm. before spot. the neighborhood really blew up. Mm-hmm. Just shy of it. The mount. The point is, we're in a canyon, so we don't see all the LA. We just see yeah. our neighbor's trees. Yeah. It's a little less LA right here. Yeah, very yeah. much nice. so. This and there's pocket. like loquats and fig trees all around. Coyotes. <sighs> yeah, nature. Where's Bob? I know. Where's Bob? Oh, he's in his bed. <laughs> did you tell the story of? I don't know if I told. Did I? I know I've told. Did I tell you guys this story? The poop and Yodi, or the, you told us about the the cat. <gasps> I did. But I don't know if you did. did I tell it on the podcast. I almost said the radio. The radio. This is radio. It's a form of. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell. The, I don't even know. So so there's two stories. One one of that's right heather heather was up late working and she heard <sighs> nature happen outside of the window mm-hmm. too close it's um, true. i heard a co- i mean i heard it i know what i heard yes. and i heard a coyote eat a squirrel because yeah. i heard the battle go down oh it was, i heard the growl i heard the low growl of the coyote yeah. of the coyote and the high squeal and then i heard the high like defense from the squirrel like <laughs> yeah and then i heard a, a crunch i really oh. I heard a crunch and i heard it I heard the rustle mm-hmm. and then the crunch and then it and nature and stopped. You are in nature here. Fast forward Hopefully. to I don't know a few weeks ago, a month ago maybe. I was out in the backyard with Bob as I do. I still do. The I let dog. him out. Yeah, Bob the dog. She lets Bob out in mm-hmm. the backyard. <laughs> um, I sometimes I go pee back there. Yeah, she the lets job, me Bob? go. Yeah, <laughs> not too far. <laughs> Careful you, for Heather. the coyotes. <laughs> yeah. And I hear a rustle in the bushes, and normally it's a squirrel. But I turn, and in my neighbor's yard, a coyote comes walking through, and I, and it has a uh, it has a dead cat in its mouth. R.I.P. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know it was like it was very. There's like a little PTSD afterwards. Yeah. Like yeah, that's real. That's that was some real stuff because that was like that's you know it was like that's someone's pet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Wait. it was confirmed that it was someone's pet. <gasps> yeah, we lo- we looked on next no. door. No, 
There's a next door app. You yeah. saw it? Sorry. I saw the cat in its mouth. No, you saw oh. the post about a missing cat? No, yeah. no. I saw the... So there was a post because other people saw the coyote walking through with, with the cat. Yeah. Someone commented and they were like, oh, that must be they Gary get, or yeah. whatever the cat's no, name was Gary. from up the street. And yeah. you were like, oh, why'd you have to fucking Don't name him? <laughs> but hey, look. Um, our cat in Miami would go into our neighbor backyard neighbor's house and get the chickens oh. and bring them over the fence. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's funny. You should Macho say man. That. Um, macho man. His name was macho. The, cat, the cat's name was Macho Man. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. It's pretty good name. It was like a, one of those Spitting. high, yeah, like <laughs> um, wood, like fences. You know, like privacy fences. Oh my god! And he would go over the fence and like he come back <gasps> over the fence with a whole chicken in his oh mouth. A whole chicken. A whole grown chicken. chicken? Yeah. Oh my god. That's Randy bananas. Savage. And that's, he would leave rats for us in front of our house. That was Virgil. a real macho man. Yeah. Because I thought when you said macho man the first time, I was like, oh, yeah, you're describing this cat as a macho man. <laughs> no, that's his name. But, like macho. very appropriately <laughs> named cat. <laughs> uh, that's, that's a insane. great tabby. Like, ah, uh, yes, uh, quite a macho man, this cat. <laughs> <laughs> you know how you, how you how describe. Always, yeah. Oh, look, look <laughs> macho, at that guy. Macho, macho man. man. That's a so, macho man. That is a macho man. See, <laughs> claro. <laughs> Well, funny you should mention that. So literally the next day I go to Anna's house and her roommate at the time, because she actually just moved, has a cat. And Anna and I often work with her front door open because it's a nice breeze. And the cat's name is Blaze. So previous day I see Coyote with a cat. The next day Blaze walks in. For years I've known this cat. This is the first time this happens. Blaze walks in with a pigeon and in its mouth and i'm like are you serious <laughs> two, circle two in a row like well, first of all yeah the circle of life and second of all like is this some kind of weird omen like, oh, I like it. it's a it's a good setup for like an indie horror <laughs> yeah yeah uh although i want to not that i want to see it that i want like now the pigeon will fly it should Anna, be like the cat with the it? pigeon first and then the yeah it was Mostly you see it go all the way with the yeah. rat until you're sitting there eating a coyote <laughs> Yes. Ew. <laughs> well, I think now it's the omen of like us going to get pizza. Yes. Oh, yeah. She said Gotta the go word. Hunt that pizza. Yeah. True. Hunt those slices. Yeah. In the um, wild, we deserve free that. range pizza. <laughs> yeah, it's pizza on? time. Um, Bobby's. Yes. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, Bob. Bob. Thanks for overdue, having right? me. You know. Thanks for opening up about your dad. I, I know. always see see you guys in in my house doing this, <laughs> so it's fun to be a part of it. You know. Yeah. Oh, so next gonna... time you could be like, I d- done that. I, I did done, that. I done did that. We just remember? made mouth noises the whole time. Mm-hmm. Guys, did a lot of mouthing. You know, <laughs> you know, you're safe to come up whenever you hear Bob howl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is the the marker. <laughs> I'm like, oh, they're fucking done. They're I can go done. do shit in my go house Go be in again. my kitchen. <laughs> Finally live again. Yeah. Well, we'd love to have you back at a oh. future date. Oh, I'd love to be back. Oh, Great. Yes. It's hard Let to lock him you. down, though. I tell I you. Know, that. Yeah. I know. He's a busy, He's such a busy, guy. busy boy. Yeah, busy really, Bobby. Really got to get call my call my people. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. We'll have our people call your people. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna text myself an email. <laughs> to schedule you to book me yeah yeah i'll send it from one email to another email nice that works too official yeah so Hell i'll let yeah. you know all right thank you with a google doc cool well everybody 
Always a good time. Always a fun time. Yeah, Hold yeah. your friends' hands. Hold their hands. <laughs> touch your boobs. Oh, touch touch your middle boobs. finger. Bobby, you only touch my boobs. <laughs> yeah. You don't touch anyone no else's. Else. Or All your right. own. Or your own. Don't touch your can't own. Can't touch your own. Okay, can't touch this. No, 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 no. Should we howl? Okay. <laughs> you were. There you go. Oh. There he is. Okay. Wake up. Bye. It's Bob's everyone. favorite thing. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to our lovely Lauren Naylor for her amazing portraiture skills and creating our cover art, to our sweet boy Tom Odo for our lovely music, and a great many thanks to my you caring supporters and donors. Orlando Trujillo, Michelle Ferrer, and Ben Elman. You can follow my blog at wellthissucks.me, follow us on Instagram at WTS Podcast, Facebook at WTS The Podcast, and if you like what you heard, please, please, please subscribe, rate, and review. Yeah, thanks. Love you.